0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 644, How to Make Accurate Time Estimates, part one by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. This is the podcast where I act as a personal narrator for you, totally free of charge, unless you wanna contribute, of course. I narrate the best blogs on personal development, minimalism, productivity, time management, and more. Today's article is from Steve Pavlina about making time estimates which is actually a frequently asked question I've heard from you in the time management area. Before we get into it, thank you to Talkspace for sponsoring this episode. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you choose from over 1,500 licensed therapists. Get matched with your perfect therapist who can put you on the path to a happier life. For a special offer just for you, visit Talkspace.com OLD. And now let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. How to Make Accurate Time Estimates, Part 1, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Many people are really bad at estimating how much time a task will take. Perhaps you estimate you'll need about an hour, and it really takes you three to four hours to finish. Or maybe you allocate 30 minutes for a task, and you're done in five minutes. What can you do to get better at making accurate estimates? Here are several techniques you can use to make better time estimates. Calculate your fudge ratio. The best place to start is to measure your current estimation accuracy. Make a to-do list of upcoming tasks to complete and jot down an off-the-cuff estimate for how long you expect each task to take. As you complete each task, record the time you actually spend on each one. Then, add up your total time spent and divide it by your total time estimate for the collection of tasks. That's your fudge ratio. For example, If you estimate that a certain list of tasks will take you 12 hours to complete, but they really take 15 hours, then your fudge ratio is 15 divided by 12, which equals 1.25. This means it took you 25% longer than expected to complete the tasks. If you measure your fudge ratio for a variety of tasks, you'll probably find that for individual tasks, your fudge ratio varies tremendously, perhaps ranging as widely as 0.1 to 10. However, for groups of tasks that collectively require a few days to complete, you may notice that your fudge ratio settles into a fairly narrow range. When you average enough tasks, your fudge ratio converges on a consistent figure. My average fudge ratio is about 1.5. This means that whenever I make an off-the-cuff estimate for how long a task will take, on average, I'm too optimistic. The task ends up taking about 50% longer than my initial guess. For any particular individual task, my estimates may be much more inaccurate. However, if I estimate that a collection of tasks will require about two days to complete, it's a safe bet they will really require about three days. Once you know your fudge ratio, you can use it to generate more accurate estimates for groups of tasks. Just add up your off-the-cuff estimates and multiply the total by your known fudge ratio. This will tend to be a fairly accurate estimate. I tend to be consistently optimistic when estimating the time required for certain tasks. Knowing my fudge ratio has not made my initial estimates more accurate. My off-the-cuff estimates are just as inaccurate as they've always been. However, when I multiply my estimates by the fudge ratio, the estimates come pretty close to the time required. This helps me budget my time better. Based on my fudge ratio, I know that if I wanna complete about eight hours of actual work in a day, I should only list about five hours and 20 minutes worth of tasks based on my off-the-cuff time estimates. Five hours and 20 minutes equals eight hours divided by 1.5. While it might seem silly to make this kind of compensation every day, in practice, it works quite well, far better than the alternative of listing eight hours of tasks and then either pushing myself to work a 12-hour day or feeling bad that I only completed two-thirds of my tasks. Self-sabotage can make things even worse When I subconsciously know I'm trying to do the impossible, it's better to make a reasonable task list that I can actually complete by the end of the day instead of beating myself up for being bad at estimating. Even if my daily task list seems too short at first glance, it feels good to cross off the final task at the end of the day. Due to daily variations, this isn't perfectly accurate, but overall, it's better than anything else I've tried, and it encourages sustainable daily rhythm without overworking or underworking. I recommend using at least 10 to 20 hours of tasks for your initial fudge ratio calculation. If you base your calculation on only a few hours of tasks, your fudge ratio may not be accurate enough. Of course, it's a good idea to recalculate your fudge ratio every once in a while. Once a quarter should be fine. It's also wise to update it whenever the nature of your work changes, such as when you begin a new project or switch companies or careers. If you wanna get a little more detailed, you can calculate different fudge ratios for different kinds of work. Personally, I don't do this, but if you think it's likely that different tasks will yield significantly different fudge ratios, it may be a good idea. For example, if you're a student who finds that math homework has a fudge ratio of 0.9, but term papers have a fudge ratio of 1.7, you'll probably want to maintain separate fudge ratios to create better estimates. If you manage a team of people, you can calculate a fudge ratio for each member of your team with or without their knowledge. Ask for time estimates from each team member for a collection of tasks, measure the actual time required, and calculate the fudge ratio for each team member. Whenever you get new time estimates for those team members for upcoming tasks, you can multiply their estimates by their individual fudge ratios. This will help you create a more accurate schedule for team projects. I think you'll find that people tend to err in their estimates in a fairly consistent manner. Achieve reasonable granularity. In order to make accurate estimates, It's important that you break your tasks down to the right level of granularity. If your chunks are too big, you'll overlook too many details. If your chunks are too small, you'll get buried in low-level details, and you could spend more time estimating a task than it would take to just complete it. This is too much overhead. For example, overhaul my website. Sounds like a complex, multitask project. This isn't granular enough to make a reliable estimate. You'll need to list the individual tasks needed to complete this project. On the other hand, right mailing address on envelope is way too granular. You could have completed this task in as much time as it took to list it and estimate it. This much detail only wastes your time instead of making you more efficient. You should experiment to find the right chunk size where you can make the most accurate estimates. I'll offer a couple pointers based on what works well for me. The one sitting rule. My estimates tend to be best for tasks I can complete in a single sitting. In practice, this means about two to four hours per chunk. When I go less granular than that, bigger chunks, I miss too many details and grossly underestimate the time required. When I go more granular, smaller chunks, I list out too many details, I overestimate how long things will take, and I waste too much time creating and managing my to-do list instead of getting things done. Compensate for experience. If I've completed similar tasks many times before, my estimates will tend to be fairly accurate so I might drop my fudge factor down to 1.2 or even 1.0. For example, I've written 700 plus articles, so I'm pretty good at estimating how long an average article will take to write. Three hours is typical. But if I have to do something I've never done before, a fudge ratio of 2.0 or higher may be more accurate. The less experience I have with a task, the higher my fudge ratio needs to be. To be continued. You just listen to part one of the post titled, How to Make Accurate Time Estimates by Steve Pavlina of StevePavlina.com. I like that he calls it a fudge ratio because I love fudge. <laughs> well, I love a little bit of fudge. Fudge on its own can be sweetness overload. But fudge and ice cream, for example? Oh, yeah. Anyway, thank you to Talkspace again for keeping the show alive. Talkspace is the online therapy company that makes it easy to connect with an experienced, licensed therapist that you pick based on your preferences. Plus, it's super affordable, way less than traditional therapy, and I would know. You can send your therapist text, audio, and video messages, or even do a live video chat. I love those options. And Talkspace therapists are fully licensed. They go through a rigorous screening process, plus they've done thousands of hours of supervised professional training. So to match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com old. They gave me a special offer just for you. You can use the code old, to get $30 off your first month, all while showing support for this podcast. That's the code OLD, and you can use that at talkspace.com OLD. I'll keep this ending short for you. Have a very happy Friday, and I'll catch you over the weekend where we'll continue this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance.